0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Was Mike Flynn framed? What a way to start out a show, right? Was Mike Flynn a lieutenant general, a patriot in the United States military, and President Trump's incoming national security advisor? Was he framed by our own government? Unbelievable we're asking this question. I got that. I've got Nancy Pelosi humiliating herself, the country, and anybody connecting herself to Nancy Pelosi, himself or herself. I've got that. I've got some other stuff from uh, Media Madness this weekend as well. Always a loaded show on Monday. Today's show brought to yourself by Express. <laughs> Today's show brought to you, not to yourself, by ExpressVPN, protect yourself online. From prying eyes right now, protect your online data today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you on this fine Monday, my friend? Hello, hello, hello. Uh, busy news weekend, Good huh? to see you. Yeah, thanks. Yes, you you it's huge. I know. I, I actually have a... 279, you know, my my source, the 279er mm-hmm. on the Spygate case, who gave me a phenomenal tip that I don't even think I'm going to get to today. I probably have to cover tomorrow. There's that much stuff going on. All yeah. right, let's get right yeah. to it. Today's show brought to you by. Yeah. Our buddies at LifeLock. Listen, there's some people who are prepared for everything. You all know who that, that person is. They got everything. You got a cut, they got a band-aid. You need a battery, they got multiple sizes on hand. Probably still keep them in the refrigerator. But if you're worried about identity theft and they're only monitoring their credit, they may not be as prepared as they think. Breaches seem like they're happening more these days. Tax time, all these checks going out, big problems. And with your breached information, like your name or social security number more being stolen, criminals can commit identity theft. It's not just you, it's your family and your kids too. I have the protection of LifeLock for me and my entire family because it works and it works like that. That's why LifeLock sees more threats like someone taking out a payday loan in your name and alerts you to possible suspicious activity. And if you end up having an identity theft issue like I had, someone stole my identity years ago, that's when I got LifeLock before they even a sponsor. You'll have a dedicated identity restoration specialist, just a phone call away. Listen, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But with breaches on the rise, doesn't it just make sense to be prepared? They notify me by text, boom, anytime I see something suspicious. Join LifeLock today and save up to 25% off your first year. You need this protection. Go to LifeLock.com slash Bongino. That's LifeLock.com slash Bongino and save 25% today. Protect your identity. LifeLock.com slash Bongino. All right, Joe, let's go. Here it is. All right. So um, I, I want to start. I was on Fox and Friends this morning. for my. We're back to our regular Monday routine. I'm on about 6.30, 6.35 a.m. If you'd like to check it out, please uh, DVR it. It's one of my favorite appearances of the week because we get to kind of set the news stories for the day and tear it up. So I was on this morning about Nancy Pelosi, who is um, just a disgrace to humankind. Um, I don't know any other way to say it. As I had said this morning on Fox, I thought Adam Schiff was the sleaziest member of Congress, but I'm starting to reevaluate that because Adam Schiff is just a puppet, it appears. He's the worst. He's a uh, spineless jellyfish. But Pelosi appears to be the one really pulling the strings and her hubris and lying, her serial dishonesty, her generational fraudster ability. remember it wasn't just her. she's not the only one in her family at the pox. She's a generational yeah. fraudster um, and 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 the just the the arrogance of her. To try to rewrite the story and the history on what the Democrats did about the Wuhan virus from China is just incredible. Let's get right to some video first. Here's Nancy Pelosi suggesting what they're going to do in Phase Four, and at this point, it does. i mean, they're just printing money, folks. It, it, it might as well go to Phase Six Thousand at this point. I mean, if you don't think inflation matters, you can just print like thirty trillion. What's the difference at this yeah. point? Of course, that's dumb, and we're going to find this all out the hard way as your life savings is inflated away. But. Again, sometimes Democrats and liberals and rhino Republicans who don't understand economics have to be hit over the head with a, uh, you know, a, a shovel, uh, economically speaking, before they figure out that what we're doing right now is really dumb. But here's Pelosi talking to the hapless Joy Reid uh, from MSNBC and suggesting that the next step here, Joe, is in this uh you know, a legislative disaster we're going through right Mm -hmm. now is to actually release prisoners. Oh, good. Yes, you know, release prisoners. While we're locking up people for taking their kids to the schoolyard, we're going to be releasing actual criminals. Listen to this complete absurdity by Pelosi on with the blogging Joy Reid. You know what I mean by that one. Check this out.
1: There's a concern that this could be a fresh source of outbreak and that there could actually be a disaster for incarcerated people um, because of this virus. Is anything being uh, considered for the next bill to deal with that? Well, in our uh, in our caucus, uh, we are very devoted to the gospel of Matthew. When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was homeless, you sheltered me. Then. When I was in prison, you visited me. And so this for us is a part of our value system. And our, especially under leadership of our Congressional Black Caucus, Karen Bass, Barbara Lee, and others, uh, th- there has been a, a real focus on this. Uh, we will have language being developed by the Judiciary Committee to have some order and clarity uh, so that some people can leave who don't, really don't need to be there, but some clarity because what the administration is doing is confusing and not clear, but it must be addressed. It must be addressed. It's so very, very sad, but it again, a priority uh, for us.
0: Oh, so this is just to be clear, the late term abortion supporting Nancy Pelosi, quoting the Gospel of Matthew, which is, again, you want to talk about hubris? Yeah. Uh, and, oh, I. One other point on this before I get to the actual substance of releasing criminals from prison right now because of the coronavirus, because it may be dangerous to them. Completely ignoring the point, Joe, that releasing criminals back into the population after they've been arrested may be dangerous to us too, but don't worry about that for now. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. You may have noticed something else. All right. Joe don't you find it and I'm not kidding here this is not me playing like reverse identity politics to get back at the Democrats it's not this is a legitimate point I'm making I know I can be sarcastic at times but I'm not kidding don't you find it not mildly but overtly racist that every single time a Democrat talks about releasing prisoners they always mention something about being black did you notice that? Yeah, it is. Well, it's we're talking disgusting. to the congressional black. Why? Yeah. Why are you talking to the congressional black? What why does what does that have to do with prisoners? No, I'm not kidding. No, I Yeah. Nobody mentions Joe anybody. What there are no white people in prison? There are no Asian people in prison. Why is it why do the Democrats not get called on this all the time? Oh. Why is it every single time they talk about prison, they always mention something about race and it's always about them being black. Why? How is it? Explain, please explain to me with a straight face. I'm not kidding how that's not racist. I'm not messing with you. Yeah, you're right. That's besides the point for now, because you're never going to get the media to call out Democrats on their soft bigotry of low expectations and their overt racism in many cases. They seem to think what everybody in prison is black. It's only an issue for the Congressional Black Caucus. Okay. Mm-hmm. But let me just get this part straight. And I addressed this on Fox this morning. So number one, you're concerned about the safety of the prisoners. Legitimate. And there are ways to handle that. Right. Quarantines within the prison, segregation. We can uh, I mean, we can do all kinds of things if we have to do, you know, uh, getting prisoners at the hospitals when they're sick and do some kind of tent cities to keep them outside. We don't want prisoners getting sick. You don't need to go to jail for shoplifting and die of coronavirus. That's it's, it's not a rational topic. That's perfectly sane to take that approach. Mm-hmm. You don't deserve to be condemned to a death sentence because you were shoplifting or something else. Having said that, you were shoplifting. You were a criminal. And many of these people being released are doing horrible things. So I get it that your concern is about the safety of the prison population. But that's to be balanced against the safety of the general population as well. These people have been removed from because they've committed crimes against them. Now. Balance that with the fact that we're all supposed to take the syrup of Ipecac here and swallow the fact that we're discussing releasing prisoners while we're actively out there. In many cases, the videos are everywhere on Twitter of police departments arresting people for showing up on playgrounds in violation of these unconstitutional quarantine stay at home orders. No, 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 Folks, this nonsense has to stop. I get it. I have been being I've been deluged with emails. Pro. I'm not kidding with you. Largely pro my stance on this. I bet some con from police officers, police supervisors, union reps and everyone telling me this is a disaster and a powder keg waiting to explode. To be clear what I'm talking about right now, we should not be releasing prisoners while we are talking about now police policies of arresting people in violation of these ridiculous executive orders. Now, I got an email this week and I'm not going to mention his name, where he's from or anything about him because he did not give me permission to state as much. I'm just going to leave it at this. He knows who he is. He was a union representative for the police union. Sometimes they're called fraternal organizations. Police officers have unions as well. Right. Similar type organizations. You get it. He's as disturbed by this as as I am. And he went and spoke in front of his representative members, the cops uh, that he represents, the officers. And he told them, do not... Do this. This is a bad idea. This arresting people. We could be in big legal trouble later. A lot of these things could be potentially unconstitutional. We are turning the public against us. Please use your maximum discretion at all times. And in the most disturbing email I've seen, he said there were a couple people in there, more than a couple, who objected and said, no, no, no. It's an order and we have to follow it. Ladies and gentlemen, an unconstitutional order is not an order at all. I'm begging you as I tweeted this weekend to my brothers and sisters in blue, I've been there. I left my job and my pension for something else because I disagreed with something. Leave that there. I'm begging you with the greatest of respect. And I say that with humility myself, because I'm no longer wearing that blue uniform or that badge with the greatest of respect for what you do. I am humbly begging you again, To please consider your actions. You are, as Havelock Ellis has said, and I cited this morning on Fox, you are the thin crust on the volcano. That volcano is civilization waiting to explode at any minute like it has throughout human history. You're the one that keeps order. You're the medicine against chaos. You I know for you, it's a job. I was there. You go there. You don't think about this a lot. You got to get to work. You got to feed your kids. You're working a six to two, a two to 10, a 10 to six. I get it. I totally understand, but I need you to please listen to what I'm telling you. You, you are the thread that holds this country together and present and prevents everything from going haywire. If we lose you, and we have people in union meetings suggesting that you know what the Constitution doesn't matter anymore. That's what the Spygate player said. You are the bulwark against chaos. I'm begging you because I know how how I know what you're made of. I've been there. The bravest people I've ever met. Please consider discretion. We're losing everything here. We're seriously talking about releasing prisoners while we arrest law-abiding Americans who've done nothing wrong you know in your heart they did nothing wrong. And the unions need to get involved. All right, spend a little time on that, but it's important. Here's Nancy Pelosi again, trying to completely rewrite history. This is, this is brutal. This is Pelosi on with Jake Tapper at CNN. Pelosi trying to suggest now, Pelosi, who tweeted, I'll get to the tweet in a minute, against travel bans, while Trump was instituting the travel ban Mm -hmm. from China. And I've heard their, their comeback. Well, we weren't specifically talking about the China ban. It doesn't matter. You tweeted against travel bans. I have your tweet. This is her now suggesting that no, no, no. She not only Joe wasn't against the travel ban from China while the Wuhan virus was raging. Joe, Hmm. she actually wanted it to go further and she wanted American citizens banned from coming back in the country. Listen Uh. to this absurdity from the mouth of the biggest liar in the history of the United States Congress, the hapless Nancy Pelosi. Check this out.
1: Well, let's go into the future. Okay. Uh, the Actually, tens of thousands of people were still allowed in from China. So it, it wasn't as it is described as this great moment. There were Americans coming back or green card holders coming back, but there were tens of thousands. So if you're going to shut the door because you have a, an evaluation of, of an epidemic, then shut the door. But let's go f- into the future. What the American people want is for us to have a plan to go forward. And our plan to go forward uh, addresses their concerns.
0: Hmm? So... So Pelosi now, <laughs> Joe, just to be clear. Yes. Pelosi suggesting now that not only was she she's implying she was for the travel ban. Here, I see. Uh, yeah. by, mm-hmm. She's implying okay. that by her. You heard her language. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's not only suggesting the travel ban now is a good, but it should have went further. And that's where President Trump screwed up that we should have, quote, shut the door. If you're going to shut the door shut the door her words not mine right. because by the way just so you know nancy Pelosi's staff i'm sure of it complains to the tech overlords at facebook and twitter anytime we call her out on the nonsense anytime and she gets the fake fact checkers to show up and say right. well when nancy said we should have shut the door she didn't mean shut the door to china uh, uh- what you just said, you meant shut the door, that it should have won. further. Matter of fact, she just suggested that we shouldn't even let our own American citizens back in from China. You heard it, folks. Yeah. Her words, not mine. You heard it, right, Joe? I'm not crazy. Yeah, no, that's that was in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Here's Nancy Pelosi's tweet as the travel ban from China was being implemented. Again, her tweet, her tweet. In the coming weeks, the House will bring the No Ban Act to the floor to prohibit religious discrimination in our immigration system and limit the president's ability to impose such biased and bigoted restrictions. There is her own tweet. So she's telling you now, not only was she for the ban, she wanted it to go further as she introduced the no ban act to limit the president's ability to do travel bans. Listen, I'm genuinely sorry. Sorry. If you've fallen for this hoaxster liar frauds nonsense for the last, what, four decades? Yeah. She's been in politics. I don't even know how long. I'm really sorry you got snookered by this lying fraud. She was introducing the No Ban Act to limit the president's ability to introduce travel bans while she's suggesting she wanted more travel bans that were even more restrictive. She's a total liar and a complete utter fraud all right I got to get to this Mike Flynn story because this thing is nuclear and again you have not been wasting your time here ladies and gentlemen I think there's more to this story than you've been letting on you know before I get to it let me just get to my uh, second sponsor great sponsor Omaha Steaks I've been hearing a lot about you know, food and people's worried about getting food and access to food and meat. Omaha Steaks has a stock up sale ready to go right now to stock up on your meat supply right now. They have mouthwatering food. We eat here all the time. We love it. Their burgers are simply priceless. Their, their steaks are mouth watering. I love their food. They have stock up boxes and make great care package gifts. Make sure someone you love has a full freezer. Now, they have peace of mind knowing dinner will be easy. Right now, the Omaha Steaks limited-time stock-up sales available for our listeners to help your family stock up on the food you're going to love. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter promo code BONGINO into the search bar to unlock savings. Unique to my listeners, it's substantial savings as well. There's a variety of ready-to-ship boxes ready to go out right now. By entering the code BONGINO in the search bar, you can save more than 50% of your order and get free shipping on orders of $69 or more. These packages are perfect for families they're ready to head straight to your door now with free shipping. Stock up boxes include the world-famous Omaha Steaks, aged of tenderness and trimmed to for perfection. Premium poultry and pork cut by Omaha Steaks butchers. My mouth's watering and individually sealed for freshness and flavor. I love their food. Tasty and easy to make side dishes. No work, family meals for your slow cooker or oven. They have skillet meals ready in 15 minutes or less. Their desserts are amazing. They have much, much more. Right now, stock up boxes are ready to ship. Save big plus shipments of $69 or more. Get free shipping. These steaks are delicious, guaranteed quality and safety with every order. Stock up on the things you need. Don't forget the food you're going to love. It's flash frozen Omaha steaks, vacuum sealed, safely delivered in a cooler with dry ice. Can't beat it fresher than fresh, never been a better time to stock up on Omaha Steaks. The stock up sale is going on right now, ready to ship packages, save 50% or more, free shipping on orders of $69 or more. Just type on Gino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O in the search bar at omahasteaks.com, save more than 50%, get free shipping on order of $69 or more. Omaha Steaks also partnering with Feeding America to help families in need. They've already donated 100,000 servings of premium proteins. When you buy select combo packages, they'll donate more. Be sure to type in Bongino in the search bar and support Feeding America at omahasteaks.com. Go today. Stock up your uh, meat freezer there. Hey, All wipe right. your lips, Delicious, dude. So go Man, no. go ahead. I know, I'm starving because I, I get up early on Monday Sit. morning to do Fox and Friends, so I eat early. By the time we record the show, I that Omaha read just makes me. <laughs> me
1: I got to like, uh,
0: I can't. I'm like ravenous right now jeez all right getting back to this mike flynn story so washington examiner has an interesting take on what's going on there's been some explosions in the case against lieutenant general mike flynn i'm going to tell you what's really going on but i want you to read this story by dan Shaylen up in the show notes fox's maria bartiromo who has been all over the whole Spygate and flynn drama because they're interrelated mm-hmm. sources say mike flynn will be completely exonerated this week read the story up at the show notes the show notes are our newsletter. Go to Bongino.com slash newsletter. I'll send you this uh, story. It's worth your time. That's an interesting scoop. I know Maria Bartiromo. I know she doesn't put out anything on her Twitter if she can't back it up. These are pretty good sources. Ladies and gentlemen, what they have against Flynn, uh, well, excuse me, what they have in support of Mike Flynn, Lieutenant General Flynn's assertions that he was framed and through his lawyer and set up must be devastating. And keep in mind, this information, folks, is not emanating from just Maria Bartiromo. It's coming from Department of Justice insiders, too, as well, who are putting out stuff saying the case against him may have been a setup the whole time. You're like, where? You're like, scratching your head. You're like, where have I heard that before? Oh, on the Dan Bongino show ah. where we've said this often. What really happened uh, to Mike Flynn? Well, let me go to a quick video here of Devin Nunes. We may need the translator, Joe. I haven't decided are the Devin bro. Nunes translator. Here's a quick video, Joe. You be quick on the switch here. I may need <laughs> it. Here's a quick video of Devin Nunes, who knows everything here on this, I'm telling you. On with Maria Bartiromo, not holding back at all. That's why I'm not sure we even need the translator. <laughs> but here's Nunes dropping a bomb on how Flynn may have been set up, this patriot, by her own government. This is like a Netflix series. And it might really bad, like spy novel. Check this out.
1: The media, uh, you know, has been promoting these this Russia hoax for so long. And the reality, you have a the former head of the of the DIA who has been strung up here for for year after year after year. Uh, And what was now likely uh, we're going to find out uh, he was framed.
0: Imagine that being framed uh, by our own government and by political uh, operatives who don't like you. And I think that's what we're going to find out. Joe, you know what, for the sake of it. Just queue up the Nunes translator. All right, mean, Here we go. Initiating Nunes translator, Den. <laughs> I just needed to get in the frame of mind. <laughs> I ask you this to the liberals listening, because I know, you know, your skulls are quite thick and information is a tough time getting in there. What has Nunes been wrong on? No, I mean, really, I know I get, you know, you do your dopey Twitter accounts about Nunes cow and all that others because you don't like Devin Nunes because he's humiliated you uh, and exposed you for the hoaxers you are. But what has Nunes been wrong on? Now, I know what Schiff's been wrong on everything, but I can compare Devin Nunes' memo he wrote a couple of years ago with Schiff's memo, and I can compare them with the Mueller investigation and the IG report now, and I can tell you proof positive that Devin Nunes has nailed this thing from the start. And the reason we have the Nunes translator is because he's very cryptic about what he says and the information that comes out over time usually decrypts what he says later and he's proven right. You don't need a decryption advice here, uh, device here, device here. Mike Flynn was framed. And believe me, he didn't say that because he couldn't think of the words on TV. He's pretty skilled in media appearances, selects his words carefully. This is not a joke. You were talking (laughs) about a lieutenant general in our military, who's the incoming national security advisor, who was framed by our government? There's more on this, because I'm going to give you what, okay, what does that mean? You're probably asking, he was framed. Well, we know he didn't lie to the FBI. We know that part. But now they're suggesting he was framed. In other words, set up. That's a whole different ballgame. Oh, yeah. He's being prosecuted now for allegations he lied to the FBI about a call he made with the Russian ambassador when he was the incoming national security advisor. Suggesting he didn't lie is one thing, and that he's being prosecuted maliciously. You understand, Joe? Suggesting this whole thing was him being framed and set up is an entirely different level Mm -hmm. of holy. You get it? Oh, yeah. Nunes isn't making this up. Here's another one. This video is important. I'm going to set these videos up first because it matters. There's Nunes dropping that bomb there. But here's Maria Bartiromo, who clearly knows something from a source. I think she knows. I think I know what she knows. She's heard something from a source. And here's her on with uh, Representative Doug Collins from Georgia, who's running for Senate there. And she says something about Baker's emails. Important. Who's Baker? Remember, she's alleging the FBI and DOJ and others, that sources of told her, or Nunes is saying, I should say, to be precise, that he may have been set up and he's going to be completely uh, uh, clean to this this week Exculpatory evidence is coming. She mentions Baker. Baker was the lead lawyer at the FBI. He was Comey's right-hand man, Jim Baker, right-hand man. So he has some documents or communications about the interview with Flynn. Listen to this. I'm not sure if she said it on purpose or was a slip or not check this out those documents are exculpatory evidence they were not shown to the court initially and basically what they say are they are notes about uh, Michael Flynn's meeting at the White House with the FBI that it was a complete setup and that he never lied it's all in in, in mr. Baker's notes that's the exculpatory evidence <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> Again, I don't know if I I, I know Maria, not well, but I know her from Fox. That was quite a little nugget drop there. So the lead lawyer in the FBI took notes indicating that when Mike Flynn was interviewed by the FBI at the White House, that he's being prosecuted for lying, but his own notes indicate he was telling the truth. Whoa. (laughs) Now, let's tie this story together. Remember, it was Andy McCabe, deputy director of the FBI, too, said, quote, it was very odd. That's a quote that they thought, quote, Flynn was telling the truth. Wait, I thought he's being prosecuted for lying to the FBI. Folks, what happened here? And what do they mean by him being framed? Well, for you older listeners, you may have heard this story before, but some of you who've come in over the past year may not know exactly what's going on here. So let's go back in history a little bit and tell you the story of Mike Flynn in a a nutshell, Reader's Digest version here, and what exactly happened to him. Let's go to this Guardian article first. This is from The Guardian in the UK. Look at the date, Friday, December 30th of 2016. This was written the day after President Obama headline expels 35 Russian diplomats in retaliation for U.S. election hacking. Keep in mind, President Obama is obviously still the president. It's December 30th of 2016, but President-elect Trump has already won the elections, getting ready to take office uh, about a couple, a couple weeks from when this article was written. So we know on Thursday, December 29th, because it references the day before in the article, President Obama expelled some Russian diplomats from facilities in Maryland and New York, supposedly in retaliation for the election hacking, which the Obama administration claims it was blindsided by, which is amazing because they claim to be the most competent people in the history of the U.S. government. Obama was so smart. Well, where was Mike Flynn on Thursday, December 29th? Lieutenant General Flynn, who keep in mind is going to be President Trump's national security advisor. He's been selected as the incoming national security advisor. Where is he, Joe, on December 28th? He's in the Dominican Republic. Taking a little break from the long campaign they had, the hard work they had done to win the election. So he decides to take a well-deserved break, Lieutenant General Flynn. (laughs) Folks, what happens when you're on a break and vacation, you know, People go out, maybe have a few adult sodas and stuff. Who knows? Do you remember every single detail of your vacation? Probably not. But it's convenient that the Obama administration waits. Remember the beginning, how this opened up? Devin Nunes, Flynn was framed. Not just that Flynn didn't lie in his interview. He was set up. Set up. Do you think maybe he was set up and that they waited for him to leave the country? To go to the Dominican Republic because it would be a lot easier to listen in on his calls, Mm -hmm. given that he probably didn't have access to all those secure comms. That's what I think. So they wait for him to leave. And what happens as he leaves? The Obama administration kicks out these Russian diplomats knowing what? (laughs) That, of course, Joe, the Russians are going to reach out to the incoming administration via their counterpart, Mike Flynn, to discuss the fact that their diplomats have been kicked out. Nothing unusual about that. It's a nuclear power wondering how the incoming administration is going to handle this major diplomatic knuckle slamming where they're banging together and there's a little friction. Fascinating that they waited till December 29th when Flynn left. Then they listen in on his phone call. We know they got a copy of the phone call. We know that because they've already admitted to that through leaks and elsewhere. So somehow they get a copy of that phone call. Did they have a FISA on Flynn? Or was this a reverse targeting scenario? Flynn comes back. They say, well, he was talking to the ambassador a lot. No, he wasn't, you knuckleheads. The reason there's a lot of calls, if you listen to the time, if you pay attention to the time on those calls, Joe, is because he was in the Dominican Republic and having a tough time getting a connection. Do (laughs) you hear me now? Click, call back. Do you hear me now? Click, call back. Oh my gosh, he talked to the Russian ambassador five times. No, you dopes. He talked to him once. It was just five phone calls because the connection was bad. Did you think that through? So Flynn comes back. Comey's already admitted blindsiding him at the White House. Remember that stupid Jim Comey interview where he goes, well, I figured because it was the incoming administration, I'd be a sleazeball slime bag loser, send over some agents and not go through the official channels. Comey actually admitted to that because he's such an arrogant piece of garbage. They interview Mike Flynn about a phone call where Flynn says in the interview. I understand you probably have a copy of the phone call. Now, let me ask you this, Joe. Flynn knows as he's being interviewed at the White House. Weeks after that phone call, he was in Dominican. Again, that conveniently happens, Mm -hmm. the monitoring, when he's in the Dominican. Kick out the Russians. Kick them out now. Flynn's overseas. They'll probably call Flynn. Maybe then we should listen in. And then we'll confront them about it. And if he doesn't get it word for word, we'll charge him with lying. (laughs) Kind of sounds like you're... Framed. Oh, yeah. So the FBI, Peter Stroke and Joe Pianca, who were knee deep in the Spygate scandal, both of them. Confront in a disgusting, filthy attack by Comey. Confront Flynn at the White House. And when Flynn doesn't get every single word of the conversation, he's in the Dominican Republic on vacation you think he remembers every single word i don't remember what i said to joe opening up the show today (laughs) when he doesn't get every single word of it right the fbi later prosecutes him for lying to the fbi despite the fact and i'm quoting andy mccabe that they thought it was quote very odd and that he was telling the truth Does Jim Baker, lead lawyer for the FBI and Comey's right hand guy, have notes saying the same thing? Ladies and gentlemen, maybe Flynn didn't recall the entire conversation, therefore was telling the truth, because maybe he was in the Dominican Republic. Weeks had passed, and maybe when he was on the call, he was on vacation. I'm just saying. Maybe this was a setup the whole time. We've only told you this for the last two years. Thankfully, some others are starting to come around. You think that kicking out of the Russian diplomats while Flynn was gone was just random? Ladies and gentlemen, it was a setup the entire time. Flynn was an existential threat to everything the Obama administration had done to weaponize the intelligence and law enforcement community, to attack their political opponents, because Flynn knew about it. One of Flynn's commitments to the president as the incoming national security advisor was he was going to do his best to depoliticize the intelligence community. Meaning what? He probably had evidence of a politicized intelligence community. He had to be destroyed. He was framed and set up from the start. He is effectively in the United States a political prisoner right now. That is a fact. Country's falling apart, folks. We don't fix this now. Falling apart. All right, I got a media madness. I want to get through all of this because there's been a ton of media madness. And I know a lot of you tune into the show to get the real story, not a story the media is telling you. There's a lot of this this weekend, including a few really, really bad ones. Um, let me go to legal insurrection first. <laughs> yeah, I got you over there, right? You didn't know what I was going to do. She was thinking, am I going to read the third spot? All right, curveball, curveball slider. All right, so let's go to legal insurrection first. Media hoaxes. No, there has not been a spike in calls to poison control because of Trump's recent comments by the great fuzzy slippers at legal insurrection. Please read this at the show notes again. That is our newsletter. It's the same thing. Bongino dot com slash newsletter. Here's the short story. For those of you who caught it, I didn't cover it last week for a reason because it was just a media driven fairy tale hoax. The president mentioned disinfectants after a brief about disinfectants and mentioned UV light and mentioned injecting at some point these uh, not injecting disinfectants. It was just ridiculous. The whole thing was ridiculous. He was asking a question. Was he being sarcastic? I don't know. He was not suggesting you inject Lysol. And if you're dumb enough to do that, please don't listen to this show. Do not do that. If you have the brain cells of a two year old, please do not inject anything into your body ever unless it's a prescribed by a medical professional. If you're getting your medical advice from the president or anyone else, Barack Obama, George Bush or Donald Trump, you're doing it wrong. Okay? he was doing some banter back and forth. It probably wasn't helpful, but the media ran from this ran with this story suggesting the president somehow was recommending injecting disinfectants. He wasn't. This is a dumb story. that's why I didn't because it's stupid. It's a media story once you believe it's a story when it's not a story. so of course, Joe and the media madness now is like, They heard about Trump and he mentioned an injection with and then he mentioned disinfectants. Mm. So clearly people are listening to the president and poison control is up because everybody's poisoning themselves because the president told them to. Oh, my gosh. I can't can't believe I can't believe this is actually happening. So Fuzzy Slippers addresses this. So let's go first to some of the headlines. This is the disinfectant madness story. Mm -hmm. Here's Vice. Poison control centers have been extra busy since Trump suggested injecting bleach can cure coronavirus. Just a lie. Totally made up. Both parts of it. The Daily Beast, which is always a disaster, calls about bleach poisoning double in New York City after Trump touts quack coronavirus cure. NBC quote a significant increase in calls to Illinois poison control after Trump disinfectant remarks. Two will in Illinois call poison control if the Trump COVID briefing, WCIA, New York Daily News, the worst newspaper in America. A spike in New Yorkers ingesting household cleaners following Trump's controversial coronavirus comments. What actually happened? Hmm. Calls to poison control centers, Joe, have been spiking before President Trump even mentioned disinfectants in that press conference. From the legal insurrection piece, CDC documents, Joe, CDC documents. Let Mm -hmm. me say this a third time for thick-skulled liberals listening, trying to make a connection between two variables that does not exist. CDC documents show the spike took place, spike in calls to poison control centers, over a month before Trump's recent comments. Quote, the daily number of calls to poison centers increased sharply at the beginning of March for exposures to cleaners and disinfectants. What, so all those guys were lying? I know you're stunned, Joe. I I get it as the audience ombudsman. It constantly surprises and stuns you as a voice for the audience and a referee that the media never tells you the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, President Trump made those those comments a week ago. Calls to the CDC's, uh, excuse me, the poison control hotlines, according to the CDC's own documents, went up last month. Last month, last month. Now, for those of you interested in facts and connecting variables, again, not the media morons, because that's exactly what they are. Why do you think that would happen? Why do you think calls to this, uh, the poison control hotlines about exposure to bleach and other things would go up in March in the middle of the Wuhan virus outbreak? Well, (laughs) Well, maybe because people are washing things with bleach and foods and things they probably shouldn't be washing with bleach, (laughs) and they accidentally bleached some or got some in their eye or something. I'm just throwing that out there, folks. Maybe the fact that we're living through a pandemic and that people may be using disinfectants more, therefore the use of disinfectants may involve more exposure to disinfectants, which may also involve some exposure they didn't want, touching their eyes, touching their skin, accidentally swallowing and maybe that could have done it i'm just putting it out there nbc and the daily beast and vice i'm just throwing that out there because i know you're not bright enough to connect <laughs> variable a and variable b by yourself so the Dan bongino mm. show is here to help you thank goodness <laughs> march call spike march april comments again the retconning here they're really hoping you're stupid Huh. I was going to play some video of Dr. Burke's just shutting this stupidity down because she still asked about this dopiness. He did not say the president to inject a disinfect. You're an idiot. If you heard that, please go back to school and take a reading comprehension course. But of course the media had to run with it. Now the president also mentioned the possible use of UV light within the body to deactivate the virus. A virus isn't alive. You can't kill a virus. It's not alive, but you mm-hmm. can deactivate it. Now, there are companies, ladies and gentlemen, actually doing this, including a company, uh, AYTU, I believe is their ticker. It's a publicly traded company that is working with Cedar Sinai Hospital and Research Center, a very more than credible medical organization, one of the finest in the world, on potential UV treatments. now, Showing you how insane the media has become their full Pravda. President said inject disinfectants. No, he didn't. You're really dumb if you've heard that. The UV light comments about UV the light in the body were not drawn out of thin air. They were based on actual studies. Is this going to work? I don't know. Is this being credibly researched? Yes, it is. So, of course... The tech tyrants out there, you know, YouTube, Twitter, I'm sure YouTube will demonetize us again today. I don't give a damn one bit anymore about any of that crap. Facebook and all the other tech tyrants, because President Trump mentioned UV light as a possible treatment. You got to make sure, Joe, you get rid of all evidence that UV light is being researched as a possible treatment. So look Mm -hmm. at this story at Breitbart, again, up in the show notes and worth your time. By Ellen Bakari. YouTube and Twitter, censor Pharma Company researching UV light treatment for Chinese virus. (laughs) Jeez. We're living in the Soviet Union. We are living in the tech tyrant Soviet Union. This is an actual publicly traded company, AYTU. I believe that's their ticker. Yeah, AYTU. Doing actual research on UV light. I have no idea how this is going to turn out. I don't know. I like UV light as a as a as a deactivation mechanism for viruses. I am not recommending it. I am not involved in this research. I have not read the research. I'm, all I'm suggesting is it is a credible company doing credible research. We will see how it turns out. It's got to be wiped clean because the Soviets at YouTube mm-hmm. and Twitter. Twitter's saying, by the way, to be fair to Twitter, because they want they're not fair to us ever. Twitter's saying, oh, it was a mistake us getting rid of their account. That it's back. Yeah. But I'll give you their excuse. It always is a mistake, Joe. Always when it's concerned, always. (laughs) YouTube is wiped clean. You can't even see the video. Nice job, YouTube. Good job. People are dying. We have a potential treatment. Could be nonsense, could be great. A potential, because Trump mentioned it, make sure you get that off you. You understand? We're living with the Soviets. This is the Soviets. <laughs> so yeah, it is. It's like Rocky This is up YouTube I don't care if you demonetize this anyway Don't give a damn But having said that I like that you subscribe To our channel Because we get to use Their own mechanism To spread the truth Isn't it great They'll ban our channel next That's alright We got a backup plan For that too Oh the irony Yeah <laughs> Here's, you know, no way it gets worse. You want your irony? I didn't yeah. even set this up with Okey-dokes. you. Okie dokes. Talk about the irony. Here is a reporter, and I got to use the dreaded air quotes because this, this person's a fake, a total fraud, pretending to be a journalist. Here is an alleged reporter at the New York Times advertising the fact that they reached out to YouTube about this video from this company. This is at Davy Alba, alleged journalist, really Soviet-style Pravda writer. I contacted YouTube about this video, which is being shared on tons of replies on Twitter and on Facebook. God forbid, Joe, by people asserting that it backs up Trump's idea, throwing it out there that UV right, UV rays kill coronavirus. <laughs> YouTube just said it removed it for violating its community guidelines. Davey, I almost <sighs> like this, Joe. Come on back. <laughs> Soviet. These are Soviets. Yeah. I don't even know the Soviet. Remember, I only know it from Rocky Four at the end. This is them saluting Stalin, their buddy, Stalin. The Stalin-esque uh, uh, New York Times reporter. I told YouTube, I warned them, UV light could potentially kill the coronavirus. You're not allowed to hear that. Trump said it. I'm a bioscientist from the New York Times. You got a degree in journalism. You probably almost failed out of school, too. Sure. Let's take advice from you. You can't even do journalism right. Uh, 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 Soviet, Union, they they need the big caps on. You know those? Remember those big like wool yeah. caps they yeah. wear? So that's what they need. These are the Soviets. They write for Pravda, the state newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> this is the New York Times. The New York Times. We contacted YouTube. How dare they put up about a potential treatment research with Cedars Sinai Hospital about killing the Rona. Oh, by the way, I told you I'd update you on Monday. Yeah. Sorry, oh, I didn't hey, want to yeah. forget. Good news on the coronavirus. I did not have the coronavirus. I took the antibody test. It came up negative. So I know that's actually bad news. I wanted the antibodies, though. So I was actually a little disappointed. But I took the blood test right there. See yeah. that? The vein of, that it takes some blood out. And uh, I am negative. So I promised I'd brief you on Monday. So there you go. <laughs> I, I can't, I'm, I'm telling we're living in the Soviet Union. Well, let's let out criminals right now. Let's lock up people for playing in parks. Let's ban a video on UV light from YouTube. YouTube plays right along, of course. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Take <laughs> down, down, down the out. YouTube, take down the YouTube, take down the YouTube. We'll take down to YouTube. I can't. Joe's an actual second. Like, Joe was an actual <laughs> musician in a real band. I have pictures of him with his long hair and everything like that. I mean, a legit band. They had like a following and everything. Yeah. This is his like second or. or <laughs> we'll take down to YouTube. A, I can say. You think at the New York Times every morning they get up, rawr, rawr, rawr. you think they all... <laughs> All right, I got to get back. I can tell Paul is getting frustrated, so get back to the show. All right, I got one more. Bongino rule story. Remember what I tell you about the Bongino rule? Yeah, man. 24 to 72 hours. That's why I didn't touch this story this weekend. The Bongino rule. Whenever you see a negative story about Donald Trump that's getting blasted everywhere, make sure you give it 24 to 72 hours. Here it is. I'm going to give you the deets afterwards by Shelby uh, Tascott at uh, Daily Caller. Political quietly updates article after claiming Trump currently owes millions to the Bank of China. This came out on Friday or Saturday. They were like, "Oh my gosh, we got him now. Trump owes millions to the Bank of China." If you gave it the Bongino rule, you're safe. If you ran with the story because you're a lib, you made a moron out of yourself. All right, before I get to the details on that, I got one last sponsor. I don't want to uh, uh I don't want to miss out on them because you've been great. Today's show also brought to you by our buddies at Bravo Company Manufacturing. They've been a longtime sponsor of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, visit bravocompanymfg.com to check out their products. Well, what do they make? Well, I'll tell you what they don't make first. They don't make sporting rifles. This is a company that produces the finest rifles and firearms on the market, but it's not a sporting arms company. You know, they tell you what these things don't ever say what a company doesn't do. In this case, it's important. Bravo Company Manufacturing makes life-saving equipment. You want a hunting rifle, that's fine. There are other companies that do that, and they're wonderful. That's not Bravo. Bravo manufactures life-saving equipment because they assume one thing, that the rifles and firearms they produce will, sadly, in many cases, will be used in a life or death situation by a responsible citizen. No one wants to be in these situations, but when you do, you want equipment that's designed to be life-saving. It'll be used by a life, a responsible citizen, a law enforcement officer, or a soldier overseas. Quality is all that matters to them. All. Every component of a BCM rifle is hand assembled and tested by Americans in Heartland, Wisconsin to a life-saving standard. They feel that's their personal responsibility. They have pride in their products. Their rifles are fantastic. Ask anyone who's got familiarity with BCM and they'll tell you these are some of the finest rifles on the market. They put people before their products. They feel it's their moral responsibility. To provide Americans the tools that will not fail the end user, God forbid it's not a paper target, but someone coming to do you harm. Because of this, BCM knows that making reliable, life-saving tools, it's only half the story, they work with leading instructors of mark- marksmanship from top levels of special forces and elsewhere, connecting them with other Americans. These top instructors then teach the skills necessary to defend yourself, your family, or others. You want to learn more? Go to bravocompanymfg.com. That's bravocompany, M like Mary, F like Frank, G like George.com. We can discover more about their fantastic products, life-saving equipment, their special offers, and upcoming news. You need more convincing? Check out their people and their products. Look them, uh, Just give them a look on YouTube. YouTube.com slash bravocompanyusa. bravocompanymfg.com. Do not buy a rifle or a firearm without checking them out first. bravocompanymfg.com. Okay. So getting back to our media madness section, where we have to sadly spend, you know, 10 to 15 minutes of our show um, every day correcting media uh, uh, hilarity and nonsense. No, Trump did not recommend disinfectants. No, poison control hotline numbers went up in March, not in April. You're making that up. Um, And unbelievably, Breitbart is now censoring a UV light company. I mean, Breitbart, excuse me, is writing about UV light companies being censored because Trump mentioned UV light. Good job by Breitbart covering the story. Uh, But the Daily Caller has this piece up again about this Politico nonsense. And the story in Politico, the gist of it was that Trump is involved in a real estate project on Avenue of the Americas in Manhattan, Joe. And in that real estate project, one of the debt issuers that Trump owed money to was the Bank of China. It was a billion. Well, if you waited again, you'd find out the real story. So let's go first to the Politico story from the Daily Caller. So let's go to the uh, Daily Caller screenshot number one there. The publication Politico posted an article Friday suggesting President Donald Trump currently owes millions of dollars to the Bank of China, adding, quote, the loan is due soon. Oh, my gosh, Joe, Trump owes China millions. Uh. Uh, Not really. Politico was forced to quietly edit its story after it was determined that Trump apparently did not currently owe the Bank of China millions of dollars. That's not even hard to understand. Politico, Trump owes millions. Real life, Trump doesn't owe millions. Politico, Trump owes millions. Real life, Trump doesn't owe millions to the Bank of China. Well, what happened? Well, let's go to the update from the story. There was a note, a note that was sold, but after the first version of this article as the Daily Caller was published, the Bank of China issued a statement Friday evening stating that it had sold its debt on the building weeks after the 2012 loan on the property. Politico's current article admits Vernado Realty Trust owns 70% of the buildings. (laughs) Just to be clear, your original story. Trump owes hundreds of millions of dollars to China. He doesn't owe any of that. The Chinese, the Bank of China sold that loan and Trump's only a minority partner in a building to a realty trust? <laughs> I'm really sorry you keep buying this BS. If Listen, the Bongino rule, I, 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 some people tweeted me said you're not the first one to say, I, I'm not taking credit for the Bongino rule. I'm just saying I apply in my life this principle on Trump's stories and it has never failed me. When you read a story about Donald Trump, he colluded with the Russians. There was a quid pro quo. He he bought stock in a pharma company that sells hydroxychloroquine. He's a big holder in a in a million dollar debt deal with the Chinese. Give it 24 to 72 hours and it will likely be debunked every single time. And you'll save yourself the humiliation of having to be a media person who puts out fake news all the time. I'm just saying. Okay, moving on. One of the more disturbing things I've seen this weekend, hat tip, uh, Red stees on Stephen, I think it's Stephen Miller, on uh, Twitter for cueing me onto this one. I saw this on his Twitter feed. Joe, it's not a joke. I know we've kind of been, let, you know, yeah. making a okay. joke out of this whole Stalinist Soviet Union type media. Right. It's not a joke. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, I... I I use sarcasm to hammer a point home sometimes and just to break the mood of the show because I don't want to be yeah. dour all the time because we're all warriors out there fighting back. And humanity's always been a struggle. Nothing's ever going to be easy. There's nothing unique about our struggle for freedom and liberty, nothing. It's no like, oh, I quit, it's over. Oh my gosh, the left is winning. Look at what's happening. They're not winning. They're not winning. They're winning when we give up. That's when they're winning. It's always been a struggle. Our struggle's not unique, but it's ours. And it's ours to run with. But this isn't a joke. This is a real article at The Atlantic. This is not a joke. This is not The Onion. This is a real article at The Atlantic, a rather prominent left-leaning outlet. This is by Jack Goldsmith, who's from Harvard Law, and Andrew Keene Woods, who's a professor at the University of Arizona College of Law. These aren't two idiots. What they write is idiotic, but they're not dumb. This is a real article. The Atlantic, internet speech will never go back to normal. In a debate over freedom versus control of the global network, China was largely correct and the U.S. was wrong? Come on, Dan, that can't be real. No, it's real. From the article, these are two supposedly intellectual college employees, professors, likely PhD holders, who wrote, quote, in the great debate of the past two decades about freedom versus control of the network, talking about the internet, China was largely right and the United States was largely wrong? significant monitoring and speech control are inevitable components of a mature and flourishing internet and governments must play a large role in these practices to ensure that the internet is compatible with society's norms and values. think this is a joke. You think when we mock them for their Stalin-esque impulses, their Soviet, their allegiance to Soviet style speech suppression, Chinese communist speech, suppression, you think it's a joke? Those are their words printed in the Atlantic recommending that the United States follow internet speech suppression practices, similar to that of the communist Chinese who unleashed this plague upon the world. If your kid's being taught in Harvard by one of these knuckleheads, you're paying for this. This is real. This was printed in the Atlantic. Scary stuff. All right, Daily Wire, the great-ass show. Congratulations on your upcoming nuptials, by the way, getting married to Nick, who's another wonderful guy. I'm not sure if you guys got married yet or not, but congrats. She's a terrific writer. She writes at the Daily Wire. Here's a great piece. Andrew Cuomo, Joe, celebrated by the media. He's an icon. Uh He is the FDR of our time. Andrew Cuomo, women love him, men want to be him. Not this guy. And I know my (laughs) wife doesn't want anywhere near Andrew Cuomo. The guy's a disaster. Daily Wire. This is a real story. I have to say that because you read these headlines, you think this can't possibly oh, yes, be You yes, No, it's real. New York required nursing homes to admit medically stable coronavirus patients. The results were deadly. Now, if you read the piece again at the show notes, Spongino.com slash newsletter, or you just go to the Daily Wire, this is not a joke. Andrew Cuomo's New York, this great leader, Joe. Yeah. This great leader. The, I, I mean, this guy, this an icon of American leadership and governing. His administration made nursing homes the most vulnerable people in the world right now, people in nursing homes, to this deadly respiratory virus, made them take active coronavirus patients. And if you read the story, Joe, not I'm not messing with you. Yeah. This is not hyperbole read the story, apparently along with the patients who were forced to be accepted into nursing homes instead of being kept in containment and isolation in hospitals, not a joke. Because it wouldn't be funny. They sent body bags with them. Holy they smokes. Them. Oh my not God. A, not a joke. That would not be funny. We don't mess around. No. They sent body bags with them which they subsequently used just weeks after they were admitted. Tell me again how great Andrew Cuomo is. Wrong on the hospital beds, wrong on the ventilators, wrong on the preparation side, wrong on the economy, sending patients to nursing homes. Andrew Cuomo, again, he's the FDR of our time. FDR wasn't the FDR of his time. Trust me, Andrew Cuomo, he's the RDF of our time. Really dopey, mm-mm. You can fill in the rest. Cuomo. He should run for president. Sure. Maybe he should get a grip about what's going on in New York first. Just saying. Can I throw that out there? How you be doing over? You like that? Going to get to all these stories? I always have to check in with Paula, who, by the way, she wanted me to... mention She was right about the coronavirus. She said, you didn't have the coronavirus. You're crazy. And I insisted to her, because she has control of my bank account, I couldn't bet her money because she'll take it anyway. I insisted to her that I would bet her anything outside of money that I had the coronavirus. I did not. I do not have the antibodies. She was right again. Women are always right. It's amazing. Not always. I had to say that because she's sitting right there. I don't want something thrown at me. There are objects over there. It could do significant harm. Let me get to this last story because it's an important one. Adam Schiff, ball, Adam Schiff. But again, I think second in the amount of sleaze uh, contained in that uh, skin envelope of his, this oxygen thief, Adam Schiff. Uh, Washington Examiner story, exclusive. Adam Schiff by the great Jerry Dunlevy, another one of my favorites out there. Adam Schiff's blocking the release of key Russia investigation witness transcripts. Officials say, gee, where have we heard this before yeah. about ball, Schiff? So remember during the impeachment hoax drama where they brought in the Inspector General, Michael Atkinson, and they kept saying, you know, we have these transcripts, we need to release 17 of them, but they were really 18, and Schiff was pretending that the 18th transcript didn't exist? Yeah, yeah. The 18th transcript was that of Michael Atkinson, the IG. Why was Schiff hiding it? Well, my sources are telling me because Michael Atkinson, the IG, in testimony, in his transcript, started talking about Adam Schiff's contacts with the whistleblower and his team when Schiff was saying his team had no contact with the whistleblower and Schiff hid it the whole time. Now we see again, they have, Joe, 43 of 53 declassified transcripts in the Russia probe, a separate enterprise, hmm. have been or are in the declassified process. But there's 10 that Schiff keeps blocking. Let's go to Jerry Dunleavy's excellent piece. Really worth your time. Why is Adam Schiff, Joe, blocking 10 transcripts on the fake collusion hoax? Who are they from? Well, from Dunleavy's piece, the, trend, the 10 transcripts that Schiff blocked the White House from reviewing and stalled the declassification process on are interviews of Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, Steve Bannon, Ben Rhodes from the Obama administration, Loretta Lynch, Sally Yates, Samantha Power, Susan Rice, Corey Lewandowski, Keith Schiller, and Mary McCord former assistant AG. Hmm. Why would he be blocking those 10? Maybe because those were the central figures in the Spygate scandal. And maybe the Trump testimony people that were, people that testified from the Trump team, Lewandowski, Donald Trump Jr. Jared Kushner or others. Maybe they were telling the truth the whole time. And Schiff doesn't want it out there now. And maybe the other Obama administration people who were on there, Mary McCord and Sally Yates and others, maybe their stories, Joe, aren't quite matching up with what we know. But why would, Wait, 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 if they were lying back then, why does it matter now? Because nobody knew they were lying back then, Joe, because what had not come out yet? Oh, the IG report and the declassified footnotes. Wouldn't that be really troubling? Mm -hmm. If the story we know now, due to the Michael Horowitz IG report, That's been largely declassified. We still have more to get to. We didn't know that back then. Wouldn't it be damning if that story completely dismantled those Obama people's stories on there and it was proved they lied under oath and that the Trump team was telling the truth the whole time? So what does Schiff do? He just hides them because he's a sleazeball snake swamp rat. Pretending it's going to go away and people like me will stop talking about it. Nah, they won't. Got nothing else to do other than make sure that the truth gets out there. It's my job. That's what we do. Hey, thanks again. Please don't miss tomorrow's show. I have a great tip by 279. I'm not trying to like unnecessarily tease it, but it requires some work. Um, It's a good one. A real good one. The legendary 279. We'll cover that tomorrow. It's about a date. Those of you regular listeners, you may see where I'm going with this. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. I appreciate your support, folks. We are going to you know, it matters. The video show matters to us. YouTube.com slash Bongino. We really appreciate it. We're working on alternatives and stuff. So don't you worry. But for now, YouTube.com slash Bongino, trying to get the 500,000 subscribers. We really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino show. Follow Dan on Twitter, 24, seven at D
1: Bongino.